going on, guys? You're sitting at home on the couch doing nothing? That's why you're gonna subscribe to Black is the New Rich, so you can learn something, educate your family, educate your friends, do it all. Black is the New Rich. Peace. And I just want to see more of our people tap into this investment space because there's so much for us, and we are the sauce. Yeah, yeah. Facts. We bring. You we already know. We around. we make the world go around. Black is absolutely new. Welcome back to another episode, episode 26 of the Black is the New Rich podcast. Today, we got a very special guest. She's a serial entrepreneur. She does a lot of things. And today, we're going to specialize on uh, one thing in particular, the NFT space, because we don't want to miss any more things when it comes to missing out. Okay, so I feel like the NFT space, we can learn a lot and it's an upcoming space that's probably here to stay in the future. But, you know, I don't want to keep talking. Introduce yourself, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first and foremost, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. So I'm Jen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. (laughs) Jen the boss. You're so funny. All right. Gender boss. Okay. Right. Gender boss. Um, and I'm many things. I really wear many hats. First and foremost, I'm a God-fearing woman. Mm-hmm. I'm one of God's faves. Is what it is. <laughs> right? Absolutely. I'm a mother of two. I have a daughter and I have a son. Oh, um, yeah. I'm a mentor to hundreds of digital entrepreneurs around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an author. I have mm-hmm. a grocery store. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm evolving. Like I'm gonna add to the hat. For wow, sure. yeah. that's all. That, that's a uh, you own a grocery store. You're a mentor. You're yeah. a mother of two. Um, you're in the NFT space. I am. Am I missing anything? Did I miss anything? For now, that's good. Yeah, but geez. we're evolving. You guys yeah. will see a lot more. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Let's like take it back. Let's take it all the way back. Where did this entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship journey start? Oh, wow, wow. Okay, so my father has always been an entrepreneur. Oh, okay. Right? Um, so I just remember as a young girl, always like going into his upholstery shop and watching him and him not having a boss mm-hmm. and him deciding when we're going into the shop and when we're leaving. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, I didn't understand the concept, but I did understand that, okay, you play a very big role here, mm-hmm. right? So I think from childhood, it's been embedded in me by default. Mm-hmm. Um, just and by example. Exactly, right? Um, and you just never know. Like, it's just, yeah. So that's kind of where it started for me. And then, yeah, as I got older, the pandemic happened. Yes. Right? And when the pandemic happened, I was, you know, working in the criminal justice field okay. um, as a social worker. And I realized that my hands were tied. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I see where the world is going. And I want to help a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. But right now, my hands are being tied. Mm-hmm. So I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And that's when I decided that I was going to take a risk on myself. So you decided in the pandemic. Yeah. Oh, wow. And one morning I woke up and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a risk on myself. Mm-hmm. And faith and fear cannot operate in the same space. Yeah, exactly. So I had to pick an F. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally pulled up my computer and I sent a resignation letter and I retired. Wow. At the age of 30. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, forget that. And never turn back. Never turn back. So no. did you go to school for your... Yeah. So interesting enough, I am a high school dropout. Okay. Cool. I still do not have a GED. Okay. Well, kids stay in school. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I say all of that to say, um, you know, I grew up in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people say you're a product of your environment. Mm-hmm. I want to say you're a product of your mindset. Mm-hmm. And my Explain mind... That. Yeah. So my mindset at the time was, you know, just make money quick and, you know, fast life. That mm-hmm. was my lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stayed in that space. Mm-hmm. So when I got my first job, I was like, I'm making money. I don't need to be in school. Mm-hmm. And I decided to drop out. 
So I was making money, working my little job, right? And I decided to drop out. I had a mentor and she was just like, not on my watch, yeah. right? And she called me one day and she said, hey, I want to take you out to eat. And I was like, all right, cool. And who's turning down food, you know? Mm-hmm. Went out to eat, end up at Ryerson University. I'm like, why are we here? <laughs> I don't want to be here right now. Yeah. And she's like, I want to meet. I want you to meet somebody. And it was the dean of the school. And we had a conversation um, and he was like, you know, if you're serious, you'll be back here on Monday. There's a program I want you to be a part wow. of. Wow. And I just fell back into the school around. So you insane. So that was by connections. By connections. Wow. So then you just went to straight to university? Straight to university. And then right after that, went to college and then got my first placement. And then from there, I just took it by storm. Okay. So my journey really is about connections. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So how did you get into the grocery space? Yeah, so that happened during the pandemic, you know, again, being in the hood and, you know, seeing other races take control of our markets. Certain races. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just being safe here, right? (laughs) Taking full control over our markets. And we are the biggest consumers, right? It was a decision like, are we going to be the consumer or are we going to be the one to be on the other end? Mm -hmm. Right. And when we talk about African and Caribbean grocery store. If it's not an African or Caribbean descendant running that grocery store, there's a problem there for me. Exactly. So I was like, something has to change. That narrative has to change. And that's Mm -hmm. when we decided that we were going to, you know, go in and actually go for it. What are even the first steps to owning a grocery store? Like, how do you get into that space? Yeah. So you really want to find an ideal location with foot traffic, of course. Right. And then from there, you're going to go in and you're going to have those conversations to get your licensing. And I'm big on mentorship. Okay. Finding the right mentor that's doing something that you want to do. Okay. And actually sitting and having them walk you through the steps. So mentorship was big for us. Right. Um, And then from there, getting your licensing and then getting your vendors. And then from there, you just figure it out as you go, really. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's so much resources out there, mm-hmm. but you got to go look for it. Okay. So like and Google and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And again, licensing is easy. You go on Google, you get your right licensing yeah. and things like this. But in terms of vendors is a lot of people like, you know, the chefs, they have vendors where they get their meat. Oh, really? Right. Um, And we never think we eat the stuff, but we don't think where the food's coming yeah, from. Yeah, and, it's, yeah. and that's why I say like, it's all about asking the right questions. Mm-hmm. Those who ask not have not. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> yeah. Facts. Real talk. Right. So um, it was really about, you know, asking the right questions and really diving into the space, doing the appropriate research. Okay. And take, again, taking a risk because it's very, it's not the, you know, easiest thing to just say, hey, we're opening a grocery store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a risk, right? So like when it comes to like your grocery store versus mm-hmm. like the Walmarts who have probably a lot more buying power so they can afford to put things cheaper, right? How do you even compete in of that course. market? It's a everyday struggle, I yeah. would say, you know what I mean? Because you are going into competition with the bigger brands. Yeah. But when you have a unique brand, mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter. You build your community, you true. build your base true, 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 true. where people are coming for a $20 box of chicken. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and it, right. We've built that. Yeah. So now people rather come to us than anywhere that's catered else. to the people exactly mm. right so once you build your community you build your base uh-huh. then it doesn't matter who has the bigger brand because people are coming for you they're not coming yeah, for and, they're, and they're coming for your product exactly too. right um so it's really about making sure the brand is out there making sure people know who we are and you know the quality of food that we provide mm-hmm. so at that point it's like we go to walmart or we're we gonna go and we're gonna get an experience when we come to african queen okay true what are some other challenges in that space 
Um, I think, you know, being in that space, again, always being in competition with mm-hmm. bigger brands, obviously. Um, and then the world, you know, inflation true. is happening. Oh, yeah. True, true. Right. True. And people don't factor in the cost behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So it's a every- Are you getting people that come like, oh, why is this so expensive? Of course. All the time. It's African agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. But people don't understand what happens in the back end. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times you're not even making as much profit as you want because you want to make sure it's affordable for families. Mm, so you're so, taking the hit. Of course course right mm-hmm. so it, it's one of those things where people don't see the back end okay of the cost of things because the cost on the back end is rising yeah, yeah just like yeah, everything yeah. else right so if you can give me a ballpark number if i wanted to start my uh, grocery store tomorrow blacks and rich gang period um, <laughs> just give me a ballpark number of a startup price that i would have to be looking at and you're talking about location getting the food in everything. there everything yeah. in there um i'm giving you about you know a smooth 40 to 50K. Okay, okay. Yeah, and that will get me going. Keep, yeah, keep you, get you going, stock up your shelves, yeah. get everything, you know, on the back end, making sure you're secure okay. legally, all that stuff. Okay, yeah. dope. And you said you're in the mentorship space. Yes. How does that work for you? So coming from the social work background, mm-hmm. you mentor by default. Yeah, true. Right? And my life has changed drastically as a result of mentors in my space, mm-hmm. right? Um, so now I'm in a space where I can help digital entrepreneurs around the world oh, just navigate sick. the digital space, yeah. navigate entrepreneurship, navigate business ownership, mm-hmm. navigate this NFT world, right? Um, and I enjoy it mm-hmm. because I do believe that I have a purpose, right? Yes. Um, and my purpose here on earth is really to just help. Okay. Um, and sometimes you just need that guidance. Mm-hmm. We live in a world where there's so much going on that sometimes you just need the blueprint. Mm-hmm. Right. So I serve every day as here's the blueprint. That's what we're going to do. I'm going to hold you accountable. Yeah. I'm going to hold your hand through the process and let's accomplish these goals together. Okay. Dope. What's going on, guys? You're sitting at home on the couch doing nothing. That's why you're going to subscribe to Black is the New Rich so you can learn something, educate your family, educate your friends, do it all. Black is the New Rich. So with your mentorship programs, is it, are you working like for a company, a system that are just mm-hmm. independent? Or yeah. How does that work? So I actually partner with a company and I do have my own mentorship firm. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I do have Lineage Mentorship. That's like my personal mentorship firm. Yeah. Um, and those are just for anyone who needs mentorship, okay. you know, coaching. And then the company that I partner with is in the crypto space. Oh, that's where our NFTs and stuff. Okay, come into. makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. And um, before we get into the NFT space, I want to ask. Okay, you said you're 32, mm-hmm. and you're. Um, you just uh, put my age. Oh yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's okay. And, but you said you're full time mom with two kids. Like, yeah. how do you manage? How do you balance all this? And I, a serial entrepreneur. Like, how does yeah. that work? You know, the funny thing is, I don't balance. I mm. manage. Mm-hmm. Explain that. Yeah, because you're never going to find balance. I tell serial entrepreneurs all the time, you're never going to find balance because tomorrow's always going to be something crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. But managing is actually knowing what your day is going to look like. So okay. actually being super organized. I wake up every morning at 4.30 a.m. Jeez. Um, yeah. You got to wake up before the sun. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different energy when you're up at that time and really structuring my day as much as I can. Of course, things are going to happen. I'm a mom. Okay. I'm a business owner. Right. But managing and being very intentional about my non-negotiable okay you so know, boundaries boundaries always. like yeah. crazy um accountability for myself if i say i'm gonna do something i gotta get it done uh-huh. if it's a non-negotiable like 
there's not much that I can negotiate with you. It's yeah. non-negotiable. If this is what's on the schedule for the day, this is on the schedule for yeah, the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just finding the, you have to manage it. You can't find balance. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. impossible in my world. Do you still get like sometimes like mother's guilt sometimes? Like with this oh, spending time and stuff like that? Of course. And with my job, I travel a lot. You know, I'm constantly on my phone because yes. I mentor people digitally. Yeah. Right. Um, and my kids will be like, mom, you're always in your phone. I'm like, I'm working. I'm making us money. Right. <laughs> yeah. So again, it's, when it's family time, it's a non-negotiable. Okay, true. Like true. phones off. My my students know. My mentees know. Like this is family time. You're yeah. not gonna get me if you reach out yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's just setting those boundaries, healthy boundaries. Okay, dope. Yeah. And do you do like explaining? I'm not sure how old mm-hmm. your kids are, but do you explain like what's going oh, on? Oh, for Mom's sure. Doing this and yeah, it's funny they call me gender boss. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. So they understand, and I try to keep them involved. Like yeah. with the NFT stuff, my daughters heavily involved in it with me amazing um my son he watches from a distance right mm. um but i explain to them as much as i can what i'm doing to yeah. the level that they understand and make them a part of it mm-hmm. like i feel like as a mompreneur or even a serial entrepreneur if you have kids yeah you want to put yourself in position where you involve your children true you know what i mean involve them in supposed the process. to take over the you know the I mean? empire absolutely make them a part of it and it makes it so much more fun overall and you don't even know how amazingly creative these little babies are yeah. half of the time they're giving me ideas for my business so. okay okay yeah dope. so let's get into it let's get into the nft space because honestly i feel like it's a space the whole blockchain cryptocurrency yeah. nft is a, something i don't want to miss out and a lot of mm-hmm. people should be informed to know what's coming yeah um first off what is an nft so non-fungible token <laughs> but everyone's like what does that even yeah, mean what does that mean right so it really is just a digital piece of art that is unique to you by way of a code mm-hmm. that's it that's all the easiest way to put it in our terms is remember the pokemon cards yeah, yeah. right when we would buy the pokemon cards and someone who had the exclusive one it was like i'm gonna trade you this i'm gonna trade you that yeah. i'm gonna trade you this for that same idea is just digital okay so now you have a digital collectible now that is unique to you you're the only one in the world with that piece of art mm-hmm. right so now when you put it up to let's just say the auction or for bidding people now can bid on it okay right and you set your terms you set your price it is your collectible at the end of the day mm-hmm. um you know traditionally artists would you know create a piece of art put it in an exhibit or yes. a museum yeah right and then people will go ahead and buy it or bid for it now you can put it on an online platform mm-hmm. and the world has access to that which i think is dope for artists mm-hmm. overall because i feel like for a long time well the last at least 20 years mm-hmm. like artists have been getting ripped off oh, because of sure. all the black market stuff you can yeah. just print work just like that Facts. so this is a way we can get our power back absolutely in a way absolutely. right get your power back you know get the authenticity back mm-hmm. right and just get your name out there your art out there because let's be real when we go to museums exhibits we see the more popular artists on the wall true exactly but there are so many talented artists around the world yeah even children right and they're just being they're not being seen so now when it's on a public platform Form where the world can see it mm-hmm. now they're getting the recognition that i truly believe they deserve okay dope yeah. so other than art right what are some other use cases mm-hmm. for this nft yeah so now with it which makes it super dope is now not only is it art but you can store things on there what do you mean by that so what i mean by that is we call it utility okay. in the nft space right so for example you can put your whole entire podcast series in an nft so let's Ooh. just say we purchase this nft right yeah. Um, and once we get it, we literally have exclusive episodes that you've not launched yet okay. to the public. Okay. okay. That's exclusive. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So I want that. Yeah. Now let's just start saying you do public podcasts mm-hmm. or you're traveling. Now I get first dibs to that. 
Mm. Right. So now artists now can have that and be like, I am going to be doing meet and greets with my fan. If you get oh, this NFT, smart, smart. you now get first dibs of where I'm going to be at. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, again, if I'm, you know, writing a book and mm-hmm. I want to put in an NFT, I can do that. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like when you look at it, like, you know, when we used to have those like, MP4s or whatever they're true, called. True, true, true. Yeah, MP3, sorry. We can put anything on there. Mm-hmm. Same idea. So I always said this when I first heard of the NFT and the first thing I thought about was um, the people that are doing OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, if you guys just make your, do an NFT instead of the OnlyFans, I feel like they'll make a lot more oh, money because sure. think about it, they have fans and like diehard fans. Yeah. So now if their diehard fans know that they're doing one of ones on this NFT space, I'm sure they can make a lot more million money. Million and ten percent. I'm telling you, I, I mean, it's, it's, hopefully someone caught that. Yeah. <laughs> that's game, right? That's game. Because I thought that from the jump. Because you already have the base. The customer base is there. Exactly. The fan base is there. Now you right? just put certain exclusive. And you put your exclusive stuff on there. People are going to buy that. Like, it's And they'll bid for it. And then I could bid for it. Oh, that's sick. That's sick. Yeah. Okay. So what NFTs have you bought in the past? So I've bought a few. Yeah. I'm not going to release all. Yeah. Right. Um, but a really big project um, that I'm excited about is the Possessed Project. The Possessed one? Yeah. That's well, what it's called. So it, so it just dropped. Um, and now you can mint it. Mint just basically means you can purchase it. Okay. Right. Um, and again, it's all about, you know, being very aware of one's mental health. You know, okay. we're in the digital space. Okay. We're on our phones and computers all the time. Yes. It is draining. We got to be honest, right? So just bringing awareness to that. Okay. Um, and having so it's another, a community. Exactly. That's right? about mental health right. with this token. Right. And okay. just the online space overall. Right. Okay. And just being positive and supportive because, again, online comes with a lot of negative things as yes. well. Yes. Yes. Right. Um, so any project I go into, I make sure that I look at the community and what they're about. Okay. Because that's big for me. Okay. You know, um, and it also, it, it's a measuring factor for me. So what would be the difference between like a community on the in the NFT space and let's say I just go to like a Facebook or a Reddit forum. Mm-hmm. So I would say with that is now let's just say we're NFT holders, yeah. right? We're part of a community. Now we can have meetups. So Ooh. they may host meetups. So now I can see you in person. Yes. Right. We build that connection. We build, you know, that community. We build that tribe. Yeah. And it's almost like a lifetime thing. Okay. Right. Because if we're holding this NFT, it's we like a frat, in it, you know frat I mean? team. Yeah. If we believe in this NFT, we're holding on to it. Yes. For a minute. Yes. Right. Um, um, and just spreading the awareness of what that community brings and we're, you know, mm. on the same page, wherever you are in the world, the message stays the same. And for the people that don't know that like brotherhoods and stuff like that kind of run the world. And I feel like mm-hmm. this is like another version of that for sure for your specific yeah. um, passion or purpose. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, okay. And it's happening already. Okay. It's just now it, it's, it's digital. It's, you know, something that I believe it could spread across the world, not just you being a part of a frat at a college or a university. True, true. It's, it's more engaging. Global. And it's more engaging. True. Absolutely. Because okay. we're in our phones anyways. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay, dope. So what are some things that we got to look out for? Because obviously mm-hmm. right now the cryptocurrency space and the NFT space is taking a little bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taking a little bit of a hit. Mm-hmm. What is that? What are we, what's going on? And what do we have to look out for? Especially, yeah. we don't want to buy shitty NFTs. Yeah. And I've been there. Okay. Um, so I've definitely been there. I came into the space, you know, prematurely and I didn't do my research. Yes. And I ended up getting rug pulled projects. And basically what, what, what that, that mean? means is like, you know, when you somebody pulls the rug under you. Yeah. Right. So it's a project that's hyped up. 
right? Yeah. Everyone's excited for it. Everyone's ready to buy it. And the owners, the founders run off with all your monies. Is that their initial plan to do? I can't say what people's intentions true, are, true, true, but true. I do believe, you know, they may have great intentions, mm-hmm. but when you see how much money is coming up into the project and then you realize how much work comes into after the project is released, uh-huh. you may not want to fulfill those, you know. Yeah, those duties. Exactly. So that could be one of the reasons, but you really want to make sure, number one, that whatever project that you're going into has a solid community. Okay. When I say solid community, it doesn't mean they're just being hyped up. Yeah. Because anybody can hype up a project. Because yeah. I feel right? like a lot of celebrities are saying this project, that Facts. project, and they're getting paid to do that. I got rug pulled on a celebrity project. I won't say which one, but it, I did yeah. at the beginning, right? And it was because I was like, oh my gosh, this is a big celebrity. Yeah. Like, it's going to be amazing. But again, there's so much that goes into NFTs. It's not just about the hype. It's mm-hmm. about the utility. It's about what could you bring with this NFT? Once I purchase this NFT, could you fulfill the things that you've promised? Okay. Right? Um, so you want to make sure it's a solid community. Best okay. way, Twitter. Okay. You're not going to get that on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Twitter is your spot. Discord, again, is another spot. You want to make sure there's a lot of followers. You want to make sure engagement is healthy yes. amongst the community, right? Um, and you want to do your due diligence and see the utility. What is behind this project? Okay. If you're getting a project that's saying, hey, if you get this NFT, we're going to give you a free pair of kicks. It may not be a project that you want to invest in yeah. because I don't see longevity there. Yeah, that sounds a little You get fishy. what I'm saying? Yeah. But if there's a project that's attached to a charity... If there is a project that's attached to somebody's personal brand, for mm. example, the podcast, yeah. there's longevity there. There's purpose there. There's purpose there, okay. right? Um, so I'm big on now being more so purposeful with the investments that I make, not just for the hype. Because okay. I've been there, done that, and it doesn't work. It's not. Long. It's temporary. Okay. Do you do any research on like the founders and stuff like that? Absolutely, absolutely. You want to make sure that the team that is behind the project, they are transparent. Okay. You want to be able to identify them by face. Uh, because at the beginning, a lot of founders, they would hide behind like an emoji mm, or like, you know, a logo. That, you spooky. don't know who yeah, they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you can see them by face, you could do their research, see what other projects they may have done in the past. Okay. See their track record, see what, you know, different communities or boards they sit on, other charities they may sit on. It may give you some solace and some peace. So do your research before you talk into any project. Okay. And what's going on in the cryptocurrency NFT space? Because right now I see Bitcoin at like, what, 20K or something like that? It's tanking. Yes, tanking. Why? And like, what's going on? The powers that be, I will say. Um, The crypto space is an interesting space, right? A lot of people are in panic, but a lot of people are excited. It's really how you look at it. Okay. Right? Because we remember when Bitcoin was for the low, low, and a lot of people just didn't purchase it. Yeah. It's getting low again. It may be a time to purchase it, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately, it's inevitable. It's digital. Yeah. And it's digital, whereas there's whales. Whales are people that are like really big investors in the space. Okay. That almost control the market, Mm -hmm. right? Based off of the transactions. Okay. So really and truly for me now, the way how I look at it is at first I was a little bit panicked. So I'm like, wow, what's happening here? Yeah. But now I'm looking at it for a more positive side and say, you know, just do your due diligence, do your research yeah. and understanding that this is you're dealing with humans. Exactly. That yeah. are controlling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Expect humans to be humans. But ultimately, this is the time to, you know, tap in. Okay. This is the time for NFTs, especially like. Ethereum is down right now. A lot of NFTs are on the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah. There's a lot of projects right now that are right. great to tap into. And it's, it's for, for the low, low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. it. 
Yeah. Be patient. I think we have such a microwave society where people want things quick and fast. Yeah. I'm a long-term investor. So Me if too. I'm holding on to something, I'm good. Yeah. I, I hold all my stocks for five to 10 years. Exactly. I'm good. I'm not in no rush. Right. Mm-hmm. Because in five, 10 years, you're laughing. Exactly. Essentially. Right. So I tell people, if you're coming into the space, come in with the mentality to Invest. be a long-term investor. Okay. Don't try to come in for the quick kill it's yeah. not worth it yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean investing can be extremely fun but it can be extremely risky at the same uh, time extremely stressful and extremely <laughs> stressful like people are really out here hurting yeah people were committing suicide oh geez right because they lost a lot of their money mm-hmm. but if you're coming into it the mentality that you're here to hold you're mm-hmm. here to you know actually learn about the space take the time to understand the space so you can participate in the space yeah. responsibly you'll be fine okay dope. yeah so for the person that's absolutely new to the NFT space, what are some um, exchanges or websites where they mm-hmm. can look for NF- NFTs yeah. or uh, possibly put their NFTs on? Mm-hmm. So OpenSea is one of the most popular ones. Okay. Um, and I would say one of the more safer ones. Okay. Um, and it's I would almost compare it to like an Amazon or an Etsy. Oh, perfect. You know what perfect, I mean? perfect. Yeah. So you can go on there. It's a full marketplace. Okay. Right. You can see which NFTs are in the top 10, in the top 20. So you could decide which ones you want to go for. Right. You can see the activity, how many people are purchasing yeah. these NFTs. Everything is transparent, which I love uh-huh. because you can see who's buying what, what they bought it for, how much they're reselling it for. Like you see everything. So you everything. see every transaction. You see everything. Okay. That's, so that's if somebody safe. purchased some for $500 and they're trying to sell it to you for 50K, you're seeing yeah. all of that. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, okay, you're trying to get a quick flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Right? Yeah. So you see everything, which I think is dope. So OpenSea, I say, would be a beginner level um, platform. And okay. if you want to list your own NFT, you can also do so on that uh, site. Okay. So where do you... Um where I know with the cryptocurrency, you have like a wallet or a ledger. Yeah. Is that the same yeah, type of thing? You can absolutely, um, you know, store your NFTs on a ledger, which we recommend. Okay. Just because so it's not entirely safe on just exactly. left. Exactly. Okay. It's digital. Anything could get hacked when it comes to cryptocurrency, exactly. anything technical, yeah. anything digital. Right. Yeah. Um, so you're always safe to have your ledger equivalent to like a USB. It's okay. on your person. Don't lose it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Once you lose that, that's Exactly. That's you could put it on your laptop. But if you lose your laptop, same idea. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can. Um, and then there are wallets. MetaMask is a wallet okay. um, that people use to, you know, transact their NFT purchases. Um, but I always say ledgers are your safest bet. Okay. It's on your person. You're responsible for it. Yeah. You purchase it. You put it on your ledger. You're straight. Okay, dope. Yeah. So I'm gonna put you on the spot. Like, so if you were running the, the if, you, if you were running the like the podcast, the Black is New Rich podcast, and okay. you wanted to get into the NFT space with what's going on with the podcast, how would you do it tomorrow? <laughs> tomorrow. Okay. So I'm running the spot. Where would I start? Where would I start? So first things first is I'm looking to see what exclusive episodes we have in the bank. Okay. Okay. And then from there, I'm looking at what piece of art inspires us. Okay. As a team that represents us. I see y'all have your merch. Okay. It's a thing. It's happening. It's around the city. Right. Um, Whether that be the piece of art that we decide that we're going to use. Right. And then we decide what is that utility going to come with? It's going to come with those exclusive episodes. Right. Um, Outside of that, what else could we bring to our audience? What are we really passionate about because mm-hmm. i do believe your platform is really about empowering and you know giving people that platform 
to really spread the word of what it is they're doing and just continue that conversation, yeah. right? So it may be if there are pop-up empowerment events happening in the city, you get first dibs to that, mm. right? So, so we, like events and stuff, exactly. so you, you guys get like first whatever. Whatever, VIP you know, admission. VIP admission, early bird tickets, okay. right? Um, I would say, you know, once a year we throw a big in-person podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. For only NFT members. Exactly. Only the holders get access to that. A little Discord channel. Okay, okay. We would get a little I'm giving you free game. <laughs> I get it. It's all right. A little Discord channel where we could communicate, you know, everybody who's come on the podcast and spoke to community. At the yeah. end of the day, you've built a community, yeah, believe yeah, yeah. it or not. Right. So we'd get everybody that came and, you know, participated a part of that and we put them all in the chat. And I think as entrepreneurs, we all have something to add and to okay. gain, right. Um now you have access to that chat. Hmm. So there's a lot okay. that can be done. Okay, okay. There's a lot. So, like while you're speaking, I'm just thinking of because my brain is wired like mm-hmm. go 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 yeah. go. I'm thinking um, when I get let's say a prestigious guest, yeah, I'm gonna do the NFT Period. for the people like that have the NFT to come watch it in person. I love that. Right, that's like, it. Thirty that's or forty the people. That's yeah. the one, right? And that's the thing with NFTs. As the founder, you decide how many NFTs are gonna be put out there. So, oh, if so you say, explain that. So yeah, so you can cap it. So if you say, you know, for me, I love projects that. Are exclusive. I don't want a project that has like fifty thousand pieces. Yeah, that's too much for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you got five thousand, that means only five thousand of us in the world have this. Okay. Which means when it's time for bidding wars, y'all are coming to us because out of everyone in the world, the billions of people, only five thousand people have that. Yeah, that's exclusive. So now you can cap and say, "Yo, I only want thirty NFTs out out of all of Toronto." I'm you only know, 30 people have I'm, that. I'm gonna let you know what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna put out like 40 and it's gonna be a low price for now, but it's gonna be like of course. it's gonna be like VIP access there to you know. everything that comes out. Yes. And then as this gets bigger, that price gets can you how of you, course. I do I adjust the price so or now, do they So now the, the community would adjust the price. So now once we got it, okay. So now I'm an NFT holder, yes. we decide how much we believe it's worth. Ooh. But if we are a tight knit community, we're having conversations and we're saying what do we think the value is here? Oh, yeah, you know I mean, okay. and we're on one accord, we're on yeah, one page. Yeah. If we decide, listen, this is worth ten grand. Yeah, it's worth ten grand on the floor. Oh, so yeah. if I if I'm having yeah uh, big events with big names, right, and not um, if when or when when I have big yeah. names and big events, and I start this from now, but in two years, yeah, that could be going, of and there'll only be like thirty or forty of them. There out. you go. There you go. <laughs> Ah, uh, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Free game. So I'm just saying, I want my NFT. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Um, but it's it's a, it's so amazing to see what you can do with these stuff. Ah, uh, like you, that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Something so simple but so powerful. Yeah. Right. And I always say, like, we're oftentimes left out of this party just because of the lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Look at mm-hmm. us having this conversation, and your creative juices are flowing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's all about a conversation, ask the right questions. True. And now everybody can figure out how can I incorporate NFTs into my brand and what I'm doing. It mm-hmm. is very possible. I have a question that just uh, yeah. that I thought of. So if I'm um, an NFT holder for like an event, right? Can right. I like lease this NFT out? Like as in like... Like you're renting it out? Yeah. How do you know the person can give it back? I don't know. I don't remember. See, I, See, I wouldn't get, do that. See, I wouldn't do can that. Can you get just... royalties off something or... Does that a thing or no? I don't know. Okay. But I wouldn't feel comfortable well, yeah, yeah, leasing it off like because I'm like, would you? What if yeah, the yeah, price yeah, gets? Yeah. What if you sell it? Yeah, true, 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 true. While you have it, right? Unless you have like a really tight knit contract, then by all means. But 
Interesting. And all these contracts mm-hmm. and these NFT um, contracts that mm-hmm. people make are on the blockchain. They're on the blockchain. So a lot of the NFTs are on the Ethereum blockchain. Okay. Solana also has a blockchain. Okay. Um, and I'm sure other coins are going to start popping up. And, okay. You know, um, but Ethereum is a very trusted long-term um you know blockchain that's been around for a bit okay right? people trust it yeah um so a lot of people feel comfortable buying and if you on that blockchain okay dope yeah. and if ethereum goes down does all the nft yes. prices go down so what happens now is because ethereum has gone down the value of the nfts have gone down with it okay so now everything's cheap everything this is, is that's why i was trying to say <laughs> without saying if there was ever a time to tap in now would be the time okay okay um and i say that because you know the board apes everyone knows the board apes. yes we see them they're worth millions of dollars they've gone down in price yeah significantly just off of the strength of the the ethereum coin going down right so a lot of people are looking at blue chip projects these are really high um bidding projects and they're trying to figure out how they can get their hands on them uh-huh. hold them get them if you can and hold them yeah. they are investments they are collectibles mm. the metaverse is a thing believe it or not yeah. it is a thing and it will be highly highly profitable once that you know metaverse is in full swing okay dope Mm -hmm. um you just mentioned the metaverse Mm -hmm. in a short way can you like explain what it is in a simple term Mm -hmm. remember the sims game yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that's the best way it is a sims game um a real life sims game where now you can actually have real transactions with cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. right um and not so like you're going to a concert but in the simulation thing exactly with a vr with the vr and the crazy thing about it is there is real estate in the metaverse so there are a lot of people buying land in the metaverse there are it's crazy i know it it, and it sucks because it's happening with or without us but it's happening yeah yeah yeah. you can buy land in the metaverse Mm -hmm. there are a lot of big companies louis vuitton just bought a whole lot of land and who's the owner of this stuff Meta has there's different metaverses. Okay. I know Meta's of course gonna wanna have the biggest and the best. Yeah. Um, so I do know that that's gonna be a part of their whole network. Um, but yeah, it, it it's a real life Sims game. <sighs> okay, so yeah. like I'm thinking like I can see the positive to this, mm-hmm. but I can see the negatives oh, too. For sure. You know, like now someone enters their metaverse as a totally different person. Now mm-hmm. they're a guy. Mm-hmm. And now you're dealing with more mental health problems. Mm-hmm. It, it, it could get real it could crazy. Get scary. And that's why I say like, it's so important as fun as this stuff can be and as much money can be made, you have to find a healthy balance in the digital space. Yeah. Because again, imagine someone not enjoying their environment that they're in right now in the real world. And they go to in the metaverse, you can be a full blown billionaire full-blown mansion, full-blown anything you want. You're in the most exclusive party with millionaires around the world, yeah. right? Like you're and top celebrities. You're and they're thinking you're a guy since we're going with that narrative. They're thinking, <laughs> <laughs> they're thinking you're a guy and you don't even want to take your simulation glasses off, your VR shades nah. off because you want to be this person yeah. to the point that you forget reality still exists. So that's a little bit of an identity You know, crisis. so for, of course. So for me, I always say like, you know, if you're going to tap in and participate in the metaverse, yes. know what you're participating for. Okay. If you're going in there for business, mm-hmm. which is what I will do, yeah. right? By all means, go in there, you know, get some property, get some land. If people want to build on your land, they got to pay up. Yeah. Right? If you want to make sure that you are taking full advantage of your NFTs, just like you have, you know, this piece of art on the wall, I'm walking past your home in the metaverse. I'm yeah. saying, yo, I'm going to get that off you for 20 bands right now. That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's not fake money. It, it's, it's real. It's cryptocurrency that can be converted into fiat money. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Use it for what it is 
supposed to be used okay, for. Okay. Don't get lost in it because it's going to be very easy for a lot of people to get lost in the space, especially okay. us being on social media where yeah. everything is a class system. Yeah. Everyone's trying to impress. Yeah. You can impress in the metaverse. Oh, geez. But remember, it is fake. So how do you filter through mm-hmm. the information that you get about NFTs? Mm-hmm. Like, I know you mentioned Twitter yeah. earlier. So how, how do you personally filter what's good information and what's mm-hmm. not good yeah so the company that i've partnered with because for me i'm all about leveraging experts okay you know i am not an expert in this space but i leverage experts okay you know and i do believe the most wealthy people in the world they leverage yeah leverage sure. is their game right um so i've partnered with a company that has experts in the nft space in okay. the crypto space and they do the job okay. of doing their due diligence their research i get the information from them and then i do my due diligence and you know True. do True. my own research of course but there are experts in the space that you could leverage okay right? Right. There are communities in this in the space that, you know, you could be a part of. Okay. Clubhouse is another big space. Yeah. Is right? Clubhouse still going? I haven't it's been on still a while. thing, but I haven't. After Toronto Clubhouse was a thing, I was it, like, let it, me just. Get the hell out. <laughs> Toronto got in the building. I said, okay. <laughs> Y'all turned it up over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Clubhouse is definitely still going. But there is a lot of communities on Clubhouse. Okay. Right. Um, but getting a part of being a part of the right conversations, asking the right questions. Sure. Right. But the information's out there. Okay. Right? Um, but just don't walk into anything blindly. Yeah. Always participate in anything responsibly. Yeah. Right? Do your due diligence. And that's with anything in life. That's really. with anything. And especially if it's digital, yeah. do your research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't want to get scammed. You don't want to get hacked. You don't want to buy... I accident give someone, you know, your Bitcoin address or yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you gotta be so careful. So I would say if you're gonna tap into this world, do your due diligence. Mm. Partner up with someone who knows what they're doing, leverage an expert in the space or get a part of communities that, you know, are deep rooted in the space. Okay. Dope. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as yourself and your personal NFT um career, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, are you thinking of opening up your own projects? Yeah, so my daughter actually, she wants to make her own NFT, uh, which is amazing because the kids could tap Jeez. in, right, and really turn it up. Um, but she's a sickle cell. Um, you know, she does have sickle cell. And mm-hmm. she said, you know, mom, like, there are so many patients with sickle cell, and I want to make an NFT collection for wow. us. Wow. And I was like, what do you want it to be about? And she's like, I want to make sure I have pain management stuff in there, right, Ooh. where the nearest hospital is. What to do when like a, you're like in a directory just that's a just a full on. blown directory, you know, having a community of other sickle cell patients in there, right? Um, that can communicate back and forth. Oh, she has them there, and she's only 12. <laughs> yeah, wow. y'all don't steal that. <laughs> um, but again, you can do so much with it, but something so simple can be uh-huh. so powerful. Because there are sickle cell patients around the world, yeah. you know, and they just don't have the community. Yeah, I know someone in high school that passed away. Yeah, it, it, it's a big community and it, it, it affects our people. Mm-hmm. And especially the youngins that are dealing with it, it's not it's easy. Painful. It's painful. And you, a lot of time they feel like they're the only ones. Mm. They feel like my daughter, when she was younger, she was like, I'm the only one with this. Because there was no community there for yeah. her to be like, I have it too. Yeah. And then, you know, she can't swim with the rest of her friends. Certain things she can't do. So she mm. was on her own. So mm. imagine now having this NFT where you have the resources and then you, you have know where everyone uh, everyone is exactly too, right? if you find someone in your city and their parents you know what i mean there's ways to make things happen wow. for those pop-ups and yeah. just creating a community and you know a tribe rather that people can come together and know they're not alone in the space okay so, yeah. i'm looking i'm holding these so yeah we're working on it we're gonna make it happen and again 
12 year old NFT owner. Like it's a big yeah, deal. That, that is a big deal. It's a big deal. Like and there are like 10 year olds that are making multi-millions with NFTs Jeez. right now. So, I mean, if they could do it, what are we saying? Yeah, exactly. Facts. Is there anything in the NFT space that I missed or you want to talk about? Um, I think right now the main thing is things are for the low low. Yeah. Don't let that fly. Okay. Um, but outside of that is really do your due diligence of, especially with you having this podcast is looking at the different NFT communities. Yes. Seeing what resonates, right? Okay. Tapping in and just seeing what's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it, we are so early in the space Yeah. that y- you guys are at the best time yeah. to tap in. Okay. This is when Bitcoin was a dollar. Yeah. Wow. You okay. feel okay. me? So oh, we are in a good that, place. That's a big at, statement. <laughs> right. I hope that didn't fly, yeah. but we are at the best place at the best time. And I just want to see more of our people tap into this investment space because there's so much for us. And we are the sauce. Yeah. Yeah. Facts. We bring, you already know, we, we make the world go around black is absolutely the new rich yeah. right no pun intended but for real we mm-hmm. are the influence so imagine if we put our creative juices together okay what we can do in the money and the the wealth that can be you know transferred amongst mm-hmm. our people mm-hmm. and all digital yeah you know what I mean? okay lit so yeah this is a question that i ask everybody on the podcast actually two questions okay what is the best advice that you've gotten and what is the worst advice that you've gotten and you don't gotta say any names Wow. <laughs> That's a good question. Okay, so best advice. I've gotten some good advice over the years. Okay. Ooh. Huh. I think I said it at the beginning, but this one always sticks with me is faith and fear can't operate in the same space. Mm, I and like that one. That's you big, know what I you mean? You gotta choose one. You gotta choose one. Mm-hmm. You wake up every day and you decide are you choosing fear or faith? Yeah, that's it. And if you really take that in, your world could change drastically. Mm-hmm. Like, drastically. If you say it every day as your morning, like, affirmation. Am say, I choosing faith or fear today? Wow. And faith may mean you're doing something that looks completely crazy. Yeah. But you're choosing faith. Yeah, that is what it is. You know? So that was, like, the best advice I could have gotten from one of my mentors. And after Dope. that, everything moving forward, I go with faith. Dope. As crazy as it seems. Dope. I do it with faith. Um, and the worst advice. Yeah, the I worst have? advice. Wow. There's the, a lot in our culture, I think, to be honest. There's quite a bit. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, the worst advice I may have gotten was um don't be a copycat. Explain that. Explain <laughs> that. <laughs> That's gonna fly <laughs> over some heads. I okay. So don't be a copycat because coming into this space, I've learned to be the best copycat. Be authentic, mm-hmm. but copy the right cat. Explain that further. Okay, yeah. so let me elaborate. If you've already created the wheel. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm oh, sorry, not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer of not reinventing the wheel, Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. And just take what I see is going and just add my and own sauce. And add your own sauce to yeah. it, right? So again, be the best copycat. So if there is a cat out here, right, that is killing the game in the podcast space, doing his thing or doing her thing, and you see something that's amazing, copy the right cat. Okay. What was their blueprint? What did they do? They have the wheel. Okay. Let me just see what their wheel is saying and let me add to it. Okay. Right? Because what happens is a lot of times, and I believe in entrepreneurship, is we egos happen. Ego yeah, and pride big, happen. Big time. Right? And that's where we have that disconnect a lot of the time amongst entrepreneurs in the space. But if you can drop your ego and pride... And look at somebody and say, yo, what You're they're doing, doing is sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I'm not going to recreate your wheel. 
right? I'm going to go and I'm gonna be inspired by your wheel and Massive I'm just going to add my value to it. Mm-hmm. You know how many of us can eat? Yeah, fast. Right? So when we say don't be a copycat, is copy the right cat. Yeah, yeah, The yeah, best yeah. copycat makes the most amount of money. Facts. Just facts. be authentic. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean? Give credit where credit is due. Drop your ego, mm. right? Be inspired and build on that. Mm, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I, I do agree with that, mm-hmm. you know? But so I feel like sometimes some people like, it's like literally just copy and paste. You feel me? Like I, not authentic. Yeah, not authentic. Not doing their Again, own due diligence. Ego, and just Yeah, right? ego. And just copying and pasting. And I feel like those type of uh, movements don't last. At all. Because you're not even operating on the same frequency. At all. And then on top of that, those that are watching you, those are inspired by you. How do they really respect you down the line? True. Because they're looking at you and they're looking at your integrity and they're looking at how you conduct your business, mm-hmm. right? So I always tell people... You only have one shot yeah. to really make this really work, work and have, you know, that lasting impression on your audience. Mm-hmm. Don't mess it up because you wanted to, you know what I mean? Just do it the easy way, copy and paste. See the wheel, appreciate the wheel, be inspired by the value. wheel, but just add your own value to it. Mm. And the one that did create the wheel, they will be so proud of you because yeah, it'd be like, yo, you are my fruit. Yeah, yeah, you're like, pushing this forward. Is, this is pushing forward. Mm. And, you know, really successful people, they love that. They don't just want to create something and make it stick. They yeah, want to create yeah. it and see it grow. Yeah, true. Over generations. True. That's called legacy. Yeah. Right. But again, there are people that, you know, lack integrity and they want it the easy way out. But that is very temporary. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it several times over. That's why I always say authenticity, integrity, two big things mm-hmm. right you have those two things you drop your ego everyone could eat uh, i like that i like yeah. that um the last question where do you see yourself in five years because i want to make a prediction on this show and i want to play this in five years right now like jen the boss said she was gonna do this <laughs> <laughs> no pressure um in five years wow in five years huh okay in five years okay in five years i more than likely will be living in the motherland oh really i do want to go back to where we're from where are you from well i'm from canada okay but i want to go back to i'm caribbean okay caribbean descent um and so grenada guyana okay i'm guyanese too okay yeah quarter i know (laughs) (laughs) gty um so i do want to go back to the motherland Mm. um so in five years i'll probably be living in the motherland um and i do want to you know have some charities some schools okay spread out across um and I do want to be a world-renowned public speaker. Ah, I like that. So y'all okay. will see me on your screen. Uh, okay. Watch out for me. Okay. But ultimately is, you know, just continuously in five years, just helping as much people as I can. Okay. In five years, I should have accomplish the goal of helping at least 100,000 people accomplish wow. their goals. It's a big Shit. goal. Let's but if your goals that, don't yeah. scare you, then... Exactly, you know? exactly. So, but in five years, that goal will be met. For wow. sure. Okay, dope. Do you have yeah. any last words for anyone? Uh, motivation or anything yeah like that. okay so last words i would say is we are way too late to the party way too many times oh, God, way Yo. too many times and we are so early in the space right now in the nft space predominantly tap in connect with the right person right and go for it <laughs> go for it choose fate Right. Take a risk on yourself because everybody else is Mm -hmm. everybody else is taking a risk on themselves. Don't be the person that is still kind of watching to see. Mm 
Mm-hmm, the worst mm-hmm. that can happen is you jump into something and you learn a lesson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And lessons to me are something that nobody should run away from. Okay. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. And also let everybody know like your contact information where they can All find right, you. Yeah, for sure. So Jenna Boss ah, on Instagram. Ah. You were just waiting for it. <laughs> it has a ring to it, right? Um, so Jenna Boss on Instagram. Come check out our grocery store, African Queen Grocery Store, 8975 McLaughlin Road South, Jeez. downtown Brampton. Um, I did write a book. How I Turn My Pain Into Purpose in 21 Days. You can also get that on my website, www.janillejoseph.com. Wow, amazing. Yeah. Episode 26, Black is the New Rich Podcast. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Uh-huh. <laughs>